And when you talk about, you know, Howard Stern, or you talk about Joe Rogan, or even the, the entire landscape of podcasts, which are, are wonderful, they're not new every day. They're not necessarily topical. They don't tell you what's happening uh, hour by hour, minute by minute. And certainly in the world that we live in, there's real value from a customer perspective of knowing that. This is The Playbook. I have a treat for you. Rich Stern, CEO of TuneIn. Welcome to The Playbook. Thanks for having me, David. Appreciate it. You know, I'm really excited because the older I get, the more things change and the faster they change. But it seems like the more we change and the faster it change, sometimes it just goes back to the beginning. And, you know, I've been here for pre-web, web 1.0, web 2.0, and now web 3.0. And I am just amazed of the reemergence of traditional audio. And I think there's no better example of how to serve value, serve it well, and serve it to the many than what TuneIn is doing with the reemergence uh, in the space, the audio space, what I call the new radio space. Uh, you guys are in the cutting edge, just really explaining, I mean, uh, as an example, really amplifying how much value we can serve through audio in a traditional way, meaning an aggregated open way where everyone has a voice and everyone can have a show. What are some of your lessons you've learned, the background that has allowed you to have such a visionary uh, uh, business by looking backwards and implementing forward? Well, I, I, uh, I've been very fortunate, you know, to be in technology for the last 20 years and uh, had the opportunity to reinvent a lot of aspects of media that, uh, you know, benefited from digital distribution and the efficiencies and flexibility and customer experiences that we can create. You know, I, I had an opportunity to work uh, while I was at Amazon with Amazon Studios, uh, Sony at the Sony PlayStation and their, their media products, uh, Audible, you know, and, and reinventing the book and the audio book um, before we came here. And what, what's always been interesting to me is, uh, the content really doesn't change, you know. So if you're looking at the advances that we've made with streaming, for instance, in you know Netflix and Disney Plus and HBO Max, a television show is still a television show. It has to be well written, well performed, well produced. A movie is still a movie. Um, it still has to be entertaining and engaging. But the flexibility of how uh, a viewer can enjoy that content and where they can enjoy it and how much insights creators can get to make better products on behalf of their audience. That's what changes with technology and with digital. And radio as an industry for a whole host of reasons um, hasn't transformed. You know, it's still relied on terrestrial broadcast for a long time. Um, but with a platform like TuneIn, um, real possibilities for reinvention uh, emerge and um, help bring content that people love, which is broadcast content, which is a mainstay of many of our lives, into a new generation of devices and a new way of listening and enjoying that content that's much more contemporary for today's modern audiences. And it's interesting as we have customized or anchor content where, you know, whether it be on the radio or in streaming or visually in all the various platforms that are out there, uh, they've always used this concept of an anchor. They'll purchase Howard Stern on XM. They purchase Rogan, uh, obviously with Spotify. They use the Super Bowl as an anchor uh, to launch new shows for the next season. Um, 
So a lot of people today don't understand the broadcast philosophy uh, that may not be a little bit older like you and I that used to rely on the fact that we could tune in uh, to whatever shows that we did like uh, on, on the radio. What yeah. exactly, you know, uh, is the value in the attributes of broadcasted content, the wider open-ended content than a specific anchor-driven content like XM or Spotify? Well, well I think there's two things that, that jump to mind. You know, one is um, it's live and it's fresh every single day. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, Howard Stern or you talk about Joe Rogan or even the, the entire landscape of podcasts, which are, are wonderful, um, they're not new every day. They're not necessarily topical. They don't tell you what's happening uh, hour by hour, minute by minute. And certainly in the world that we live in, there's real value from a customer perspective of knowing that and being able to access this and get tuned into what's going on in, in the world around you. Uh, the other thing about broadcast is because it's such a broad landscape, um, it goes from hyper-local in your local area, your community radio station, to hyper-national with broadcast partners like CNN and MSNBC. You as a listener can choose how deep or how broad you want to go as you're accessing that timely information on the platform. Um, those two things together make the, the value proposition of a service like TuneIn very unique. Um, then you kind of throw in the convenience factor. And I would say for most customers, um, you know, we never signed up to be media curators, uh, even though there's so much media in our lives that we have to decide what to watch, what to listen to, when, and we, we basically self-program in so many ways. Um, radio is nice because once you find a, a station that you like, um, that has the kind of content that you're interested in, every day you press play, and there's a new sonic journey to go on uh, with those broadcasters. Um, and that takes a big burden off the listener to just sit back and enjoy. Um, and, and that's one of the, the magical things uh, about radio. And, and I think about a platform like TuneIn. It's so interesting as well, because you know traditionally radio was for the news, sports, uh, and then it went into books, you know, as far as audio went. Uh, yeah. But the, you mentioned a, a word, early on, which is why I always felt that there would be a reemergence in the audio space and in the broadcast space. Um, and that's where, um, as multi-visual effects and the incredible experiences that we can get for just a few hundred dollars, you know, coming from an old 13 inch black and white guy, uh, and I know a lot of people are going to wonder what that means. Trust me, I'm not talking about people's colors. I'm talking about the actual TV. That's all it came in. Um, yeah. But more importantly, you know, where is always going to, I think, allow audio to be at the forefront of the experience? Where are some of the wares that you've seen as you and I both have been involved in Web 1.0, Web 2.0 and Web 3.0? The where is such a critical business issue and component of audio. Where is the where in your business? Well, you know, what, what's amazing is that, you know, radio as an industry has been reliant on AM, FM radios, you know, for a long time for distribution. And, you know, most customers really only have an AM, FM radio in their car if they have one at all. You know, if you, if you have a new Tesla, you might not even have that. Um, but our lives are proliferated by connected devices. 
Um, so whether that's you know Amazon's Alexa or whether that's you know Google Home or a Bose SoundTouch or your Sonos device or a connected vehicle like your Tesla or your Rivian or your Lucid or your Fisker, um, you know those are proliferating throughout our lives. And when radio can now access those devices, all of a sudden the where, like the distribution of it becomes so much more efficient and so much more prolific than it has been in years. And the one thing that's not changing in our busy lives is we have so many hours to listen. Like while our eyes are occupied or our hands are occupied, our ears are free. Um, and that's kind of what's driving this renaissance in audio content more broadly than even just broadcast. But uh, for a lot of reasons, radio hasn't been able to tap into that because the wear has been off. Like we haven't been as ubiquitous as other forms of audio content. Um, and that's part of our mission, you know, at, at TuneIn is to reinvent radio for this connected world uh, that we live in. Um, and what, again, we're finding is uh, the customer's desire to engage with this content, you know, people's passion for it hasn't really waned, but the convenience of getting it anywhere they can get other digital media, that's been lagging up until this point. Uh, and we're really happy that as we've taken steps towards ubiquity, being able to make sure that anything our, our listeners want to listen to anywhere around the world is available on any device that's at hand, um, we see them responding very positively. You know, and I think as an aspect when and how I've been following in, tune in, I saw for sure, you know, with the auto industry, what a great marriage that is and the synergies that you have with Tesla, yeah. for example. That's an obvious one. Uh, working out and fitness is another area that seemed obvious. But the, the one that, you know, I didn't see happening that was accelerated by the pandemic uh, was, you know, being a, a corporate entrepreneur, someone who coaches so many people and is out there, is when Zoom, or let's just, you know, call all those platforms out there where we have remote meetings, whatever software you use, uh, Citrix is going to kill me or whoever else supports me. Uh, but we have these remote meetings now and I have remote, we're, we're doing one right now. Um, but let's be honest, wouldn't it be nice comparatively that we could listen to our favorite uh, station, you know, listen to what we want to listen to and semi pay attention to a remote meeting that we may or may not really have to be at, but we have to have our name on there. This is a huge where this is a huge yeah. market where I, you know, have found my friends, families and associates saying, Hey, have you heard of TuneIn? Because it's awesome during these remote <laughs> sessions to be able to do both. Um, yeah. Are there any other places that you have seen, you know, that have accelerated through the pandemic as technologies have changed in the way we interact beyond the obvious? Is there anything that I'm missing in the new, you know, intuitive browse function that allows you or anything else that you see that maybe I'm not thinking of where it's really boasted up? Yeah, you know, what's what's been surprising is just how much listening there is on the web. Um, you know, so connected devices, connected vehicles, mobile applications, we definitely see that as, as the future and we know how important uh, those are to what we're trying to create in, in the platform. But um, to your, your exact point, so many people who are uh, at a computer all day, whether working from home or in a hybrid environment going back to work, um, they pop open a web browser and they want to have some kind of audio companionship throughout their day. And the nice thing about radio is 
you can come in and out of it. You know, sometimes it can just be classical music in the background. Sometimes it's a news update where you kind of want to lean in. Um, I won't call anybody out, but you know, when you mute your uh, Zoom meeting, you can have that playing in the background and still hear it. Um, and I think there is something very comforting about that kind of companionship, especially over these last few years where many of us have been working from home or been somewhat isolated even in our workplaces as some of us have gone back um, to the office. Um, having that constant audio companionship um, has become kind of part of our daily lives. So it's it's been interesting to me to see uh, that people listening on their computers and listening via web browsers has actually been steadily growing through the pandemic. And those habits aren't going to change very quickly as people return back to work. Um, they're going to carry them forward. And as you may know, you know, I ran the most notable sports agency in the world, Warren Moon, the Hall of Fame quarterback, and I have a, a, a great marketing company. But radio and in your business, there's one sport, well, actually two, I think, but one especially that I'd rather listen to on TuneIn than watch on TV, um, and it's baseball. Yeah. And to no surprise, as I saw, you know, the launch here of, of this season, uh, who was right there in the big MLB deal, uh, you guys, what is it about, you know, baseball and the listening aspect that still is so appealing compared to, you know, I, I would rather watch a football game, to be honest, than listen to it, but yeah. I'd much rather listen to a baseball game or maybe <clears throat> even listen to golf, <laughs> but baseball is much better. Uh, what is it about baseball that fits into tune in so well? Well, I mean, so so you're a sports guy, David. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk your language here. The sheer number of games, you know, there's there's over 2,200 games in a season. I don't know if anyone could sit on a couch that long um, to watch it. So if you want to follow your team, um, this becomes a good way to do it and still be able to have a productive life. Like you know, get whatever else you need to have done done during the day. And you know, I'm a baseball fan too. And for me, um, things really heat up in the postseason. Um, that's, that's when the real stakes, uh, come into play and those games, I, I will like have appointment viewing to go ahead and watch playoff games and, and ultimately the world series, but everything leading up to that, to get a sense of where my team's going to follow the action audio is just such a great companion for it. We're so glad to be, uh, partnering with major league baseball for the next couple of years to go ahead and provide that experience. Cause it's, it's definitely something that fans care about. Um, I think the same is true with college sports, too. Um, there's just so many games to follow that it becomes a lot easier. NFL, um, and, and we're partners with the NFL, too, um, it does become much more about appointment listening or appointment viewing. Um, and I think people, because there's less games, you know, can prioritize it differently. But as a baseball fan, audio is a godsend. And, and again, to the, the earlier part of our conversation, um, I remember as I was growing up, I listen to baseball on the radio all the time. Uh, it just so happens that now I don't, I don't have an AM FM radio. Um, and so I need a digital equivalent. And in many ways, it's just gotten better. Like now I can go into the TuneIn app. I can pick any team that I want to follow. I get push notifications when their games are on. If I'm free and I want to listen, I can get into it. Uh, it's just so much more, more convenient for me and a lot smarter than, you know, traditional radio was. But ultimately, it's still the same content. I'm still listening to a baseball game, which I love. And I do as well. And then finally, I teach people to articulate quantitative value to exceed what we ask for. And your unique business model is aligned with my podcast. In fact, afterwards, I should talk to you about putting my podcast on TuneIn because 
you do something that a lot of people don't do in the value proposition is you don't just sell advertising. You know, there's so many content creators and providers that are more interested in the pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll, in the advertising than they are the actual content uh, that you provide. And you are one of the unique platforms that is realistic um, and are able to subsidize ads uh, with a subscription-based business. And you kind of have a hybrid approach. What is that approach and what are the benefits of that for the listener? Well, I mean, you know, everything that we do is rooted in the customer and trying to maximize their choice. So, you know, going from like an analog radio dial where you had 20 or 30 stations in your local area to a tune-in dial where you have 100,000 radio stations from around the world, choice, optionality, freedom for the customer is everything. And that that even comes down to the business model. There are, are some customers that say, you know what, I'm used to audio advertising in radio. I have no problem like listening to ads. I don't want to pay. Um, I'll pay with my attention. I'll pay with my ears, but, but that's it. So we have a free product that lets you access, you know, this massive directory of radio stations um, and some of our premium content from partners like CNN, MSNBC, as well as some of our own owned and operated music stations. Um, and, and there are ads in that. Uh, and there's certain customers that are happy with it. There's others that say, you know what, I want the content, but I don't want the ads. And I'm willing to um, sign up for a subscription to do that. And we offer that uh, uh, ability as well. Um, but I, I think it's all about choice. And I think that, um, you know, unfortunately, there, there seems to be a, 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 an epidemic of subscriptions uh, out there for customers. Um, and I think that, yeah, there's, there's certainly like, you know, people that want that, but I think at TuneIn, we're really happy that we work with content and we work, you know, with an industry that understands both subscription and advertising business models. And so we can pass that on to the customer and let the customer choose, you know, what way to listen is most comfortable and most affordable to them. And as you took over as CEO and, you know, you have the biggest VCs in the world behind you an incredible amount of capital poured into this idea, which gives you great credibility and support. I think through this interview, I realized, you know, you have these three core values that are so important in sports, uh, but also in business. And, you know, you are definitely a person who uh, amplifies teamwork uh, internally and externally. Uh, with your creators, with your partners, with your employees, and with the consumer. Two, you want to deliver that value well to uh, a very consumer-centric, customized, you know, tune-in. You, you can do premium or free and just the customization, all really about how can we provide more value to deliver it well in this platform to the many, very customer-centric. And then the one thing that I love, uh, which is what this playbook is about, people ask me, what's the common denominator between the billionaires, millionaires, and entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, and entertainers that are on the playbook? And I think this is the area that you really exhibit. And it's what I call the spirit of excellence. Yeah, you uh, really, uh, in all aspects of the business as a leader, uh, emit a spirit of operational excellence in providing value, delivering it well, and delivering it to the many. If you haven't tuned in to tune in, I absolutely encourage you to do so. 